welcome welcome to another episode of the pixelated sausage show hi 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 how are y'all doing <laughs> i don't know i'm looking at the video right now look at myself is it is it darker than usual all the all the usual lights are on but it feels like it's is it recording i'm very concerned but everything seems to be fine is it just because i'm wearing this dark navy blue hoodie i've worn it before i don't know something feels wrong but uh yeah what a great start to the podcast did i say i'm i'm mark kuznez because that's who i am hi how are you doing how you doing i'm doing i'm doing okay i'm in a fair amount of physical pain bad back day but we do what we do i'm going to try some new things this episode specifically for the video version though i won't do anything that is playing up to that well what i'm saying i i talked about this in the past about when talking about the games that i'm talking about the main games for this show transitioning to a new scene where the main video feed is of gameplay ripped right from my own personal hands and then I would be in a small window so that you could actually see the game I'm talking about as I'm talking about it I'm experimenting with that this episode but I want to make sure it's known right up at the top that I won't be commenting on the actual gameplay that you're watching. So it won't be any, or, or, or there won't be any of me going, see, see right here in the video where I uh, am doing this or where this is happening? That's this thing I'm talking about. It'll just be there so you can see gameplay while I'm talking about the game, but I'm not going to comment directly on the gameplay because that would not be good for the audio listeners and the audio listeners are still the main way in which people consume the show. So why would I do something that is hurting their experience? This is just something that can benefit the video watchers and maybe get some audio people to check out the video. I don't know. Oh, God, I said I don't know. I really don't want to say those three words I, I find those to be some of the most excruciating words to listen to on other podcasts but it's usually when a host says them again and again and again one after another practically but on today's show we got three games to talk about three games to talk about in Culinati, which I'm hoping I'm saying roughly, correctly, rightly, solely. It's a terrible name. I'm assuming it's a playoff of Illuminati, but with ink. It's still, bad name. You should not name your game something where people have to think for a second. If they're saying it correctly, think for a second what the name of it is. And can't rightly spell it without using Google to 
fix the mistakes that you write in whatever gibberish you want and add game at the end of it into Google and then Google will bring back either the search results full of that particular thing or hey did you mean this and you're like yeah that's what I meant but inculinati and then doom to hell with a little bit a little bit what the hell is the third game oh yeah volley pals volley pals that's it I did not need to go check you, you saw you saw I didn't check because if I did check the browser which would have been all white would have blasted my face with its whiteness me already being incredibly white but the, the whiteness, the lightness of that whiteness would just would make me look like a fucking ghost. But before it gets what I've been playing, I, after finishing season one of Magnum P.I., which I haven't talked about, it's a, it's a pretty all right show. Uh, the, the Tom Selleck version, the original version, that's, that started in the 80s, I believe. But... I don't remember if I talked about it in the past when I watched. I attempted to watch it, only giving it a shot through the first three episodes. The two episodes, uh, the first two episodes being the pilot, and then the first episode just being the first regular episode, essentially. Those are all rough, and they're not indicative of what the show is after that when it finds its footing is pretty I don't I don't know where I was going with that but it's a it's a pretty solid one of those detective-esque shows along the lines of Columbo or any of those things the thing about those shows I don't like and it's easy enough to skip in this day and age and after a show's aired, of course. I hate the way in which so many mystery-driven shows give you a one-minute-or-so summary of that episode, the one you were about to watch. It just... It doesn't make sense to me. It's so weird to be spoiled or to have a show spoil itself right before you're about to watch it. It's not a highlight or a, a preview of the next episode. It's of the episode you're about to watch. Why? It's like those little teasers they have at the beginning of trailers these days. Why? Why? I'm I'm here to watch this. I'm I'm going to watch this episode. You don't need to fucking sell me on it or whatever the fuck you're doing. You don't need to tell me what the let me just watch the freaking episode. It's like every time my dad watches something that I've seen and he's constantly asking me, hey, so is this going to happen? Watch the fucking movie. Watch the show. You'll find out for yourself. Wouldn't you rather be somewhat surprised instead of asking me and just fucking ask Google then? Hey, Google. Hi. Shut up. Get out of here. No, 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 no. You can't help me. Stop. No, you can't. I said no. God damn it. Uh, I hate, I hate. But, Man and P.I., pretty good. 
pretty good. And Tom Selleck, he can pull off the Hawaiian S shirt very, very well. Very, very well. Makes me want to buy a bunch and add them to my closet. But I say but a lot, and I don't like that. You'll, you'll often hear me talk about things that I say a lot and want to change, and then the next episode, no change happens. <laughs> I was like, well, I wanted to say it there. What do I say instead? I say nothing, and then I just look like a friggin' fool. Ugh. So after I, I finished season one, though, <laughs> I didn't know what to watch next. So I opted to watch the second episode of Halo, the TV show on Paramount Plus. How? How is it as bad as it is? It's so fucking bad. It's really, 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 really bad. It is the same as Stallone's Judge Dredd, where instead of having any understanding of the character or the world or anything at all, they believe, the creators of this show, that they know better and to reach the audience they want to reach, I guess, they're going to take nothing from the game except for the art direction and the general story bits and then expand upon it in ways that maybe do work for non-game fans, but I think it takes itself so fucking serious. It's not interesting. The actors and acting is not good. And all you're left with are all right visuals, which are just a reminder of the fact that... And the thing is, as someone who's a casual Halo fan, there is nothing in the games that has ever made me believe there is much story there to begin with. So I can understand wanting to change things up doesn't mean it, it what they did works. What who what the fuck is that human working with the covenant? And their alien language that's got a lot of clicking in it. So there's a lot of just and there's that click every now and again. Super annoying. Didn't I like that? Is that in any of the games? Or is that a language they just created for this? And who the fuck thought adding a click was a good idea? It's horrible. I hate it. But what the hell is she? Are those that's a part of the game? Humans who work with aliens? And then she gets fucking butt ass naked? I know fucking Master Chief's gonna get butt ass naked at some point, because I remember that. That's the one thing I remember people talking about. When people stopped caring about the show after the first episode, there was some point where like, oh, we saw fucking Master Chief's ass. So I guess I have that to look forward to. But speaking of butts, it's bad. It's real, real bad. The first episode has its fan service shit in it. And I'm sure fans were loving that and mopping that up. 
think I talked about that when I watched the first episode. It has its doom moment. It has its moment where Master Chief just stands out in the open, shooting at enemies, letting himself get shot. Why? Just so his shield can go down, so you can hear it go boop, 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 boop. And you're like, that's the sound effect from the game. <laughs> Halo. Fucking stupid shit. It's so bad. It's horrible. The Last of Us isn't perfect. The TV show, that is. And the game isn't perfect either. But it is. It is night and day. The difference in quality. And it, it sucks because... I don't believe it's the source material's fault. Even though I don't love the source material for Halo. In terms of the story. Still... What they did with it. It's... Oh, God. It's hard not to think of Stallone's Judge Dredd and then the vastly superior, actually good Dredd we got with Carl Urban. And wishing... Are any... That's, that's the thing I, I wonder. Are any of the Halo adaptations movie or TV show adaptations any good ignoring or not counting Halo Legends I believe which was the animated anthology series which I, I remember being alright but it was just kind of a fun aside and not really anything substantial but I know there was Until Dawn or something Unto Dawn Nightfall and maybe one other in the mix prior to this TV show. But I might continue watching it tomorrow. I have no idea. I'm not, or later today, technically, I'm recording this at 12.53 in the a.m. <sighs> uh, I don't know what the hell to watch. I am at a loss after catching up with Yellowstone and finishing season one of Magna P.I. I can watch more not Rockford Files. I could watch that as well, but Maverick. Yeah. Which also has the same issue as Magna P.I. with the fucking stupid here's what's happening in this episode. <laughs> Here, Johnny. Uh, I want to I want to I was listening to another podcast and hearing someone talk about this exact thing. When talking about games, movies, shows, etc. It's something I've wanted to do forever and part of it is being in the wrong mind state and having a cloudy head which hurts I want to do what I've always wanted to do in terms of speaking on stuff critically, personally, is when reviewing, previewing, talking about covering a game, movie, TV show, etc. Talk about more about how I felt or how it made me feel as opposed to doing the traditional... Well, this is the way it works. Uh, specifically talking about games. You know, this is all the mechanics in it. 
this is the structure of it, this is this and that, and, and so on and so forth. And here's it. I'm basically just giving you the press release, back of the box information that you can get anywhere else. I'm not, I'm not talking enough about my personal experience with it. And maybe maybe people disagree, and I've done an okay job with that. But I, I feel like I'm gonna do better. So that's that's a goal for I'll just say this year. Let's be let, let's give myself some leeway and just say this year. I also want to bring back on Amazingly Baka as a solo show, and, and you know I want to get back to talking about anime. I want to. I'm trying to think about how to do it, if I will do it episodically or not. I want to rewatch Dragon Ball again, and I want to review it. I want to write the reviews. I don't know if I want to do it in batches, 10, 12 episode batches, or episode, episode, episode. Doing it episodically can be crazy, and it, and it will also likely lead to a lot of short reviews, which could be a good thing. And it may be more detailed. I want to I want to take notes when I'm watching stuff because I think that will be a, a good way of recalling things, but also helping my memory, which is never great. Specifically with names, names I'm just so bad with, and I I I, I think if I'm taking notes, that may still not be enough, but at the very least, that has to help, right? There's no way that can't help. So. That's some stuff I want to I want to waltz around with. But is there anything else before I get to what I've been playing and then call the show? Uh, 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 uh. There's something about. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of video game adaptations and all that, the Super Mario Brothers movie, which I have little 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 interest in seeing there's a lot of hubbub around how successful it's been doing and that's impressive that's great is it surprising what what's more so surprising that i realize as the super Mario, super mario the super mario brothers movie has been doing so well and i think part of that is just it being the right time for a movie like that it being Mario and it having, I don't know, seems like there's a decent a bit of marketing for it. What was really telling as it's now destroyed any previous video game movie record is that prior to Mario, no video game movie has done all that well I thought the Sonic movies did better but apparently they didn't so while you had some video movies that you know did did decent none of them ever reached the level of a big blockbuster MCU movie or a Disney movie or a Pixar movie none of them ever hit that mark so while Mario is doing incredibly well, and you know, not even just for video game movies, it's going to do incredibly, incredibly well. It just showed that up until now, there hasn't been that standout, holy shit, 
video game thing. And now there is. It's unfortunate that based on everything I've heard about Mario, it's it's for a movie that is pure style and fan service over substance, but what are you going to do? People eat that shit up. And kids love that. You know, this is a kid's movie. And kids want to go to the theater a bunch of times. Whatever. Whatever, man. So, let us get on to what we, and by we, I mean me, have been playing. Starting with Ikulinati. And let us transition to the new scene and see if this works. Or this could be a complete disaster. So let us do that now. Ooh, are we there? We are there. Look at everyone. The microphone's still recording. Everything's still, I think, working. But, all right. So, Inculinati is a turn-based strategy game where you are taking on the role. This what I what I underestimated was how distracting it would be for me to see the gameplay myself. So here we are. Inculinati is a turn-based strategy game where you are taking on the role of a person, or you, you could be a goblin. It's structured. I hate this. I immediately regret this whole thing because this is unbelievably distracting. Get this scene out of my face right now. Yeah, that's much better. Okay. It's a turn-based strategy game that is structured a lot like deck-building games. Where you are going across, uh, going along this path that may have a few branches. That's one of the, the negatives. Is that the, the the branching? You know what? This game's a, this game's a game preview game, and and I don't I don't like it all that much. It, the 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 turn-based strategy element of it is pretty simple. You have a okay tutorial that does a decent enough job of teaching you how the whole thing works but it's confusing at times when the information it's giving you seems to be in reverse there are there are points where it would teach me a system or a mechanic and the handful of boxes with text telling me about what I'm learning seem to be going backwards in, in what information they're giving me, explaining things twice, or explaining things in detail and then more broadly. And I'm like, well, why? What? What am I reading? But I, I got the general gist of it, and, and it may help that I've played games like this. But the way it works is that you have your your main captain unit essentially and then you have your resource in the form of ink which you use to draw troops onto the field that you use to defeat the opposing captain or in certain cases on missions just defeat all the enemies if there, if there isn't a specific adversary to defeat 
and the the turns are themed as chapters. Uh, when you initially draw a troop, when you summon a troop, they'll be asleep for that first round, that first chapter, waking up the next one. Unless, unless you have a skill, there there is a skill that allows you to wake up three troops, I believe, immediately during that turn, which can be very beneficial. That also works to get an additional turn in new chapters, so you can ha ha have units move more than once or, or take multiple actions during a turn. And you just go about these 2D levels Doing very, very basic turn-based strategy actions of attacking with your sword, getting up on an opponent, attacking with a spear, attacking range. The, the thing about the game is it's all pretty standard stuff, stuff I've seen in other games that I've experienced in other games, and the main draw of it is the gimmick of... Uh, the art and the nature of you drawing your troops on the field and that visual gimmick of seeing your hand sh uh, show up on screen and draw the units there. It looks cool. It's a neat little thing, but I just wasn't that interested in the game itself. I would also recommend playing through it on easy the first go around and maybe even you I guess you do the tutorial even though they kind of rehash some of that stuff during your first playthrough but the act of actually playing through a campaign gives you a better idea of how the game works from a gameplay standpoint while also teaching you about the structure of the game and how Playing through a campaign works. So like with those deck building games, like a Slay the Spire, etc. You start on a, a little mini map. And then you will follow a path with occasional branches that allow you to choose between two different paths. But it's, it's much more linear in nature than similar-ish games with only a handful of moments where you can pick between two different options though once you've done that it'll go right back to the main path so there isn't a lot of choice in terms of your your path along a level uh, an area to the eventual boss or the the boss being your the the opposing captain essentially again Again, it's just, as it stands right now in its early access stage, it's pretty simple and straightforward and isn't doing a whole lot of new or fresh and hasn't done anything to get me excited about the idea of playing it. It's fine, but... It's not great. And another issue with it is while it 
works with a gamepad. The gamepad controls are decent. It, it, it's adequate. I definitely want to give it a go with mouse and keyboard. I think it'll, it'll just feel a lot more natural and, and a lot better with a mouse and keyboard. I actually think, and maybe it's because of the whole gimmick of drawing your troops on the field and all that. If this were to come out, say for iPad, for iOS, I think touch controls would really work for this game, both from a function, uh, functionality standpoint, but also a theming standpoint. I, th I think using your, your hands to control the game would be ideal. So, yeah. I apologize to Inkyulanati. This, this, I underestimated the distraction of seeing the gameplay. So, work in progress, everyone. I also, I, I, you know, I played a little bit of it because, again, it didn't, it didn't super grab me. You, you have your moments where you can have dialogue uh, choices as well when you're doing little story asides or events. And one of the things that the game has is, is this renowned system, which allows you, or it'll open up additional dialogue choices and ways you can maybe get uh, bonuses and buffs from events if you have enough. To open up certain things uh, as you may see in the, in the gameplay or not and the way you build up this renown is by choosing a dialogue choice for instance that may not give you much of a reward outside of that or that you and you would do that for future events and all that but it's it's fine i'm, I'm not sure how much longer? I, I, I'm not sure how far along in the early access process it is, so it may be expected to hit its full release soon, or it could be a well, while. I'll, I'll, I'll check back in at a later date. But let's uh, move on to the next game, which is Doomed to Hell. This is not working. Oh, there it is. Oh, because you're in the front. There you go. Shizzle. Shizzle my timble. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. Uh, Doom to Hell is a twin stick shooter. It's very, very cute and colorful. I love the look of it. It has such beautiful... I guess it's pixel art, but not, not super blocky pixel. It has a nice... Retro-ish aesthetic. Retro-ish aesthetic. But it's a, it's a very, again, simple and straightforward twin-stick shooter where you are fighting against waves of enemies and after battling a handful of waves, you are then sent to a, a little breathing room, a waiting room where you can purchase some permanent buffs or new weapons for future levels and you just keep doing that the the story conceit of the game is that you've been set to hell 
or whatever. I don't know why you were sent to hell. I don't remember. But hell has become overcrowded. And the devil has declared genocide for all of hell. So everyone, human, monster, all the inhabitants of hell are now fighting against each other to be the last one standing. And then the last one standing will, I I guess maybe maybe the, the monsters have a different reward. Maybe it's just you get sent home, wherever your home is, you get to go home if you're the last one surviving. So you being a former human will get to go back to earth, get your life back if you are able to get through hell as the last one standing. Whatever, the story doesn't matter. It's all about the gameplay. And the shooting feels pretty good. The problems with the game are that it is pretty easy for the most part. Boss fights can amp up the difficulty significantly, in part because for instance, the first boss is this Minotaur who charges around and he will charge since it's not a single screen area. It, there is a bit of scrolling to it. He will charge off screen and then hit a wall and then charge back at you from off screen. And you're not sure there is no on screen indicator as to where he is off screen. So you just have to kind of guess and hope that you are somewhat accurate and dash out of the way before he hits you. So that was a little bit frustrating. But on top of that, the worlds, uh, at least in the first biome, there are multiple biomes, are, while very, very pretty and very, very colorful, I, I love the look of this game so much. In the first biome, for instance, there are a lot of trees all over the level and yes they become somewhat transparent so that you can see enemies behind them it is not significant enough it, it is not so much so that you can clearly see when an enemy is behind a tree if you're not focused on that specific tree and, and since there's so much happening enemies uh, from all directions uh it is easy to miss enemies who are behind parts of the environment. And that has led to multiple cases or multiple instances where I, I would get hit, take damage, because I just didn't know there was an enemy there. And there seem to be... In, I, I do believe if you run into an enemy, you take damage, or either they will hit, hit you. It, it seemed a little inconsistent in that sense. But... The, the variation and difficulty between enemies and uh, your, your basic enemies and your boss is was a little frustrating. I would have liked to, or I, I wish the game would tell you when you are in uh, or going to a level that will end in a boss fight because the, the fact that all your health is regained between levels when you are in that little purgatory area between levels where you can get some permanent upgrades or new weapons etc with the, the gold you've earned during the last level the 
the with your health being brought back to full it's easy to be you don't really need to worry too much what I'm trying to get at is I found it during regular levels we're not having to worry about a boss I was not being super careful I was being very aggressive at times or, or, or uncaring of taking damage or being at half health by the time I finish the level because it doesn't matter. I'm going to get all, all that health back and who cares? But when you're doing that on a level that ends in a boss fight and you're now taking on the boss with half your health, that's not a good place to be. So just tell me a little bit of that. But it's, it's all right. I, I think it's only a, a 4 or $5 game. Could be wrong in that case. Uh, in that sense, I'm not I'm not sure. It's it's a Cubite game. And a, a, a good chunk of their games are of that nature. So if it is 5 bucks, as I'm presuming, it could be 10 bucks Because their games are usually either 5 or 10 bucks, Leaning more towards the $5 it it's a worthy pickup if, if you like twin six shooters it has its issues yes but it is super colorful the the controls responsive feels good enough the dash sucks i hate the dash it's a very minimal dash it's a very unsatisfying dash and i wish the dash kicked a, a bit more ash it's, it's all right, though. It's all right. I, I had a decent enough time with it. I'll play more of it just because it is. It's a very good, uh, a very good pick up and play type of game. I'm sure it's on Switch. It has to be on Switch. It would be great for handheld play because it's a, it's a game where you can just play a level here or there and have a, a good time. So, yeah, that is a doom to hell. Then the last game I played is Volley Pals. This is a... It's a volleyball game, and it's god-fucking-awful. I don't... I was excited about this because I like volleyball games. This is just a fucking mess. I did not know what to expect from this. I thought, hey, it looks pretty good. It'll probably be a decent time. It's super weird. So it's a, a 2D volleyball game. You're on a single plane. You're just a single plane, so you're just going, you're just walking back and forth. No up and down or anything of that nature. Two on two. The AI, the bots, don't have varying difficulty levels or skill levels. So they're just one one level to fill them all. And the way things play out. Uh, for, for both your side and the other side is that there's there's no there's no like team structure to the way to the way the games work both players are always going after the ball and it's just it's a weird maybe this game could work if you're playing with three other people or you're doing a one-on-one -on -one game with another person 
Maybe. I probably should have done that because you don't need to add three bots. You could do one on one, I believe. So I, I should have done that because two on two just seems pointless. I, it shouldn't even. It should only be an option for. Uh, maybe that's what. With AI, two on two is fucking trash. Maybe with three other people, all human players, two on two can be fun. But with AI, it's a fucking mess. The game itself, too, is just very, 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 very simple, given the fact that it is on a single plane. There is no understanding, really, or, or any kind of complicated. It's even the control. Like, the game is just. You don't have different varying hits or anything. You just jump and then you'll hit the ball and that's it. How hard you hit it. I guess is is related to the position in which you hit it and if you're jumping forward and I I I stopped enjoying this game after a minute. I it's just it has a a great look to it and an initial vibe and then you start playing and you're like oh you may look pretty all right but you're you're not fun. I didn't have fun playing Volley Pals, at least. So there we are. I don't know. We'll <laughs> this whole gameplay cam. I think I think it could work. We'll we'll see. I, I'm I'm fucking tired, man. Let us just let us just wrap this damn show up. Hi there, I'm back here. So that's that happened. This episode happened. Anywho, that'll do it for this episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. And of course, if you'd like to find links to all the places I call home that you can go home to, like the YouTube, the website, the art, the Patreon, all that jazz, you can go over to pxsausage.com. So I'm pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage, and you can find pretty much everywhere I call home at pxsausage.com. So PX Sausage everywhere is is the thing to, to do uh speaking of doing that's gonna do it for real 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 so as, as always thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoyed this here episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day so for now adios arrivederci bye show kind of fucking sucked but it's okay we'll, we'll we'll be better next time okay i promise maybe a little bit i don't know let's just okay please forgive me
Let's go with time. 